You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. started to feel Pisces season as soon as we had that big Neptune conjunct Venus transit in the sky a couple of days ago. What's up guys? It's Friday, February 17th and Pisces season begins tomorrow. Oh baby, do we have a podcast for you to talk about the last Sign in the Zodiac, number 12 herself, the season that ends it all. Pisces. What I mean when I say I was starting to feel Pisces season is yesterday, I just felt low. I just felt, and it wasn't anything in my immediate environment. My relationship's in a beautiful, grounded, safe, comfortable spot. My dog is alive and healthy. My family is alive and healthy. I've got wonderful friends a dial away. I just felt it all. And now granted, I started my period yesterday, which is of course the hormonal cocktail that goes with that could influence this. But I started my period a whopping seven days early. You guys, what is that? I have not in my entire life have I had my cycle be that irregular seven days later early. I'm going with it. I'm just happy I have a menstrual flow and I'm going to cross my fingers and Really pay attention, I guess, to my lifestyle to see if I can get this cycle back on track. But everything just feels weird. And a lot of my girlfriends are also reporting wonky cycles. So I don't know. But what I mean when I say I started to feel the wave of Pisces season coming on is I started to feel collective energy. I was just so sad that toxic, abusive relationships exist. And I dove deeper into that ideology of nobody wants to be a narcissist. Nobody wants to be controlling. Nobody wants to be abusive. And flip side of that coin, nobody wants to be in a relationship where someone's controlling, manipulative, abusing them. And yet here we are. This exists because hurt people hurt people. And this is no excuse for anybody to abuse anybody. But they nobody is born. <laughs> there is no four-year-old child that says, I can't wait to grow up and be a narcissist. I can't wait to grow up and beat my wife. <laughs> None. That doesn't exist. Something happens along the way that alters their brain to behave in that manner. And I was just going deep within and thinking, like, there's animals abused, There's children being kidnapped and there's just bad people in the world. And I had a nightmare that uh, JL and I went to prom (laughs) and we drove my white forerunner to prom. We parked it in this like big hay field and we had our pug Jeffrey with us and it was nighttime. And I thought, you know what, JL, let's just go in for one dance. Just have fun. Boogie down for a few minutes and come back. Jeffrey will be fine in the car. It's nighttime. It's cool. We'll leave the windows down. No big deal. So we went in, had fun. Then we got ice cream sandwiches. Maybe that was my period craving. I don't know. (laughs) We're walking back to the car, eating our ice cream sandwiches. This is my dream, by the way. And we get to the little parking area in the field, the meadow, and I look around and I don't see our forerunner. 
and I start to panic a bit and I go to the parking lot attendant. I'm like, Hey, where's my white forerunner that was parked right here? And they just give me this somber look and they say, I'm sorry that there was a homeless person and they really needed water. You had a case of water in there and they just, they hopped in and took off. I'm so sorry. And I dropped my ice cream sandwich and I said, my dog is in my car. Like, that's okay. They needed to grab water. That's cool. But like, my dog is in there. And they just shook their shoulders and said, I'm sorry, ma'am. He's, he's gone. And I remembered these animalistic, primal wails of grief and crying and pain just bursting out of my chest in this dream. And... I remember looking over at a girl who was mocking me, mocking my pain. And she was like, it's just a fucking dog. As she mocked the sounds that I was making through grieving. And then I woke up just like holding my chest, like, <gasps> and I heard Jeffrey's little snores at the foot of the bed. And I was like, thank you, Jesus, God, universe, Pisces, God. Thank you. Like it was real, but it was just like, situations where people have made fun of me like that have happened. I mean, come on, go to iTunes and read the podcast reviews. There's lots of people that make fun of me for vulnerably talking about things that hurt me and give me grief. And on the internet, I see it all the time. Uh, I've seen people say, "Mm, good, maybe now you'll be a better mom to your kids after someone announced their husband died. I have seen things like this over and over. And in my Piscean nature, I'm not a Pisces. I don't have any in my chart besides my North Node, but I really resonate with this sign for some reason. It's just so much. I feel for the people that have to read comments like that. I feel so much for the people who lost a loved one today. There's just the thought of knowing somebody's dog or child got kidnapped, actually got kidnapped. And that fear that I had in a dream is actually someone's reality. It's just enough to make me go, oh man, that that's that's enough. Why am I here? You know, it was just one of those days where you just couldn't focus on the good because you just feel that the bad far outweigh the good. And it could have been all the chemical spills. Oh, just so much. I just felt heavy. I do feel better today, still a little bit lingering. But then Uh, I had really great calls yesterday too with you guys. I love connecting with you and getting that intimate one-on-one time and talking astrology with your charts, the best. But after my last call, JL came inside and his hands were covered in blood. And I've got trauma with blood because of my brother's epilepsy and banging his head up. But I just look at his hands. I said, what the fuck happened? Are you okay? He just got back from a run. And in the stairwell leading up to our apartment, he got attacked by a pit bull. A neighbor's pit bull just lunged at him. He put his hand in the way, and luckily he pulled it out of the dog's mouth before he could like clamp down and then wring his head around like dogs do. But he came up with all these lacerations and punctures in his fingers and his knuckles, and I was like, oh my God, Like this is happening right outside our door. And I said, did the guy apologize? He's like, no, he just kept walking. Barely had control over his dog, but just kept walking. So he went down to the office, told the girls, and they're trying to do a conflict resolution with this, but the guy was denying it, and it's on security cameras, and it just spun me out even more, because I'm like, it's not a bad dog, it's a bad owner. And then I thought, just, now I am so scared to have my little pug, who is helpless in a fight, get attacked when I walk him, and I just thought... If I can't even go on a walk on my lunch break without my guard up, my fear up, 
uh, are we safe anywhere? This is the big Piscean question, and this is why a lot of Pisces placements suffer truly from depression or anxiety, because this is their state of mind all the time. Thank you, goodness, I'm a Sagittarius. As soon as I hear some hip-hop tonight, I'll be feeling fine. But Pisces say, why is there animal cruelty? Why, why, is this exist? why do things like that exist in a world that can be so beautiful, in a world where there's springs, in a world where there's butterfly migrations and hummingbirds and sunrises and sunsets? How can such evil exist? I don't get it, says Pisces. So Pisces season is the season that ends it all. It's the last season in the Zodiac because Aries is actually actual. Aries is actually the astrological new year. Pisces is the last season. It's been said that people born with a Pisces sun, sometimes a moon or rising, but a Pisces sun, these people are living their lives as a season finale. This life is the last one of many where they were learning a very specific lesson. Maybe it was around ancestral patterns, love, self-esteem, self-confidence, choosing themselves, or learning love and relationships. Pisces sons are in their final incarnation of a large chapter of many. And honestly, they're done. They're over it. They're fucking spent. That's why a lot of my Pisces, some people can be grumpy or play the victim sometimes because it's been said they have lived lives in every single sign. Pisces is this cornucopia, this tie-dye shirt of every single sign. Think of a Pisces son you know. They've already been in Aries. They've lived a life as a Taurus. They had fun when they were a Gemini. They loved being a Sagittarius. Ooh, they got stories about their Scorpio. They've been everything. And this is how they, of all of us, are able to love unconditionally. That, that's one of my favorite things about astrology is Aries is number one, Taurus is number two, Gemini number three, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it said Aries suns are in their first, their season opener episode of a brand new series. And this is why they have so much energy is because they're brand new. They forever are kids in this brand new world. There's trees, there's dogs, there's mean people, there's nice people. I want to do it all, says fast fiery Aries. Taurus is like the terrible twos. They can be cranky. And by two years old, I have my favorite food. I have my favorite blanket. And if you don't, if you take it away from me, I'm going to scream. <laughs> by three years old, we're a toddler and we can talk and we've learned words and we want to know why and who and why who. And we ask lots of things. By four years old, we have a favorite parent and we want to cuddle them a lot because we're a cancer, so on and so forth. Well, Pisces is 12 years old. They are graduating into middle school. They are starting to form crushes and feel what love and heartbreak is like. Ooh, oh my goodness. Pisces is that energy of once you see something or someone clearly for who or what it really is or who or what they really are, you can never go back. Pisces energy is the feeling that every song on the radio is about you and your lover. It's that first fall when you realize, hey, I really like this person and oh my gosh, they like me back. 
boom, 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 boom. The heartbeat, the jumping out of the bed and love song of music in the morning because I'm in love. That's Pisces energy. But you know what it also is? The strange feeling of looking back on a past friend or lover and saying, how the hell was I ever attracted to that person? When the cords are finally severed between you and someone else and you look back on them physically, emotionally, energetically and go, what? No way. And you look at your best friends and you're like, why did you let me date that person? How did I not see it? Because you were wrapped up in Piscean energy. Can we blame Pisces for being an overly emotional sign? No, because they bounce between those two extremes, lust and pain of, whoa, how can someone you slept next to for 10 years become a stranger? The bridge between that happening is where Pisces set up shop. Pisces is a water sign, so they are very intuitive, very imaginative. Emotions rule the roost over logic. They're mutable, so they are very much each sign. They can really alter and mutate themselves to fit in a room with anyone. They love having a wide array of friends. They're so interested in psychology on the emotional standpoint because they love to help and heal, fix people. On the empowered side, Pisces is receptive imaginative. These are the artists of the Zodiac. They love to take the human experience that often does not feel too good and sticky for them and turn it into art. But disempowered, Pisces can really find themselves in a funk because this reality never feels like a love song. They question, how can people abuse animals and neglect children? How can we destroy our earth in the name of capitalism? I just don't get it. And it becomes so overpowering for the Pisces that they tap out. This is the number one sign that is associated with mental health issues in substance abuse, sex, drugs, alcohol, weed. I find me a Pisces sun or moon that doesn't smoke weed, you won't. Ayahuasca, pills, mushrooms, the frequency shifters, as I call them. Pisces can reach this point where they are like, life is supposed to feel like ecstasy and God damn it, it doesn't right now. Therefore, I am going to switch frequencies with a little help from my friend, weed, cannabis, smoking a blunt, mushrooms. But Pisces also love sex because orgasm and just the energetic exchange between two people when they are having sex has Pisces reached that state of bliss that they know exists because they can tap into it more than the rest of us can. But if I can just have sex, give my body to someone and reach it, if I can just reach for the bottle, for the pills, for the mushrooms, for the weed, for the food. Okay, fine. And so it's for this reason that I always check in with my Pisces sun, moon people and say, hey, are you okay? Like you guys came here to be the shamans who use ayahuasca, not be the student that uses it for a break from this frequency, right? It's so hard, if not impossible, to find someone who unconditionally loves you all the time. And that can be really difficult for Pisces. So when there's collective energy that's a little heavy going around, check in on your Pisces friends. See if they're okay. 
things on the news, things going viral on social media that are not positive can really make a Pisces feel down and out. So make sure you check on them. They love this. They love to know when someone just shoots them a text and says, hey, I've been thinking about you. Are you okay? They love it more than anything. Pisces is ruled by the planet Neptune, ancient god of the sea. Pisces is a water sign, so these people need water to feel recharged and replenished. And if you live in the Midwest or the Plains and you don't have water, take a bath. Run your favorite Pisces a bath with Epsom salt. Make it taste like the sea and let them just absorb it. You know, one of the coolest fun facts about Pisces is you can always pick them out of a crowd by their eyes. If they are not literally ocean blue or green, the shape of them is always so round and like sensual and just beautiful, like a doe, a baby deer. They are just these beautiful eyes that look like a fish, their symbol, the fish. And speaking of that, the symbol for Pisces, two fishes tied together, swimming in opposite directions. Is fishes a word or would it be two fish? It'd probably be two fish. That sounded funky. Two fish tied together, swimming in opposite directions, which represents reality versus fantasy, head versus heart, that realm that Pisceans tend to just get stuck in. In my heart, I know I'm good, but I'll never say it, says Pisces. So many Pisces are fantastic at painting, drawing, poetry, songwriting. It comes so effortless to them. And when they showcase it to us, we are all blown away. But they always say, I mean, it's not that good. I mean, and no, it's not, it's not that good. Stop. And it's like, Pisces, do you not see yourselves in your work clearly? No, I don't, says Pisces. I'm ruled by Neptune. When you think of the Pisces symbol, it's two crescent moons, the fish, tied together by a straight line, representing each moon crescent is emotion and higher consciousness bound by the material 3D world, the straight, linear, logical way of thinking that has no curves. Ooh. That is Pisces energy. I'm stuck in the clouds, but I'm supposed to put my feet down, but that feels really wrong. And oh my gosh, there's a lot of negativity down there. Up, 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 and away I go through drinking a cocktail, smoking a blunt, and having sex. I'm going back to the good stuff. See you later. You know, Pisces moons, and I saw this and observed this in my own studies, but then when I went to applied astrology school and I got to connect with other people who have experiences and studying it on their own, I picked up, and we all picked up, people with their moon in Pisces tend to cheat the most. And of course, like I was saying in the beginning of this episode, nobody wants to cheat, nobody wants to experience infidelity. It's a characteristic of your soul's blueprint and paired with your soul's upbringing and your childhood. But Pisces moons, specifically speaking, tend to be real. It's one of my favorite personal, it, it's one of my favorite personal placements. But I would not date someone with this placement because I have a Scorpio moon and I crave loyalty. 
Whew. But Pisces moon people are my besties because they're so imaginative and no topic is off limits and they're so sweet and they'll write songs with me and they have no problem singing with me. It's just mm, delicious. But Pisces moons tend to struggle with commitment because the grass is always greener on the other side. Their heart, your moon sign, is the true test of compatibility. And when it's in Pisces, you've got a partner that really, I mean, more so than a Libra, does not like conflict. Love should always feel ecstasy, free, mutable. The moment it feels stifling, stuck, controlling. There's no drama. There's no sway of emotions from high to low to those crescent moons, higher consciousness. I get bored, says the Pisces moons, and I want to go feel lust again because that emotion is just as addictive as cocaine. And the sweets, I want to go feel those things without tending to my responsibilities at home or severing ties before I go create a new one because Ugh, that's 3D emotions, says Pisces. I don't want to go feel that. Now, if you're dating someone with a Pisces moon listening to this or married to them and you're freaking out, don't. This is not a blanket statement. This is just something we've observed. And as with all things in astrology, there's so many more things that go into play with it, like their Venus, what house the Pisces moon could be in, et cetera, et cetera. It's just some cool tidbit that I've noticed. Pisces' sister sign is Virgo. And in school, I really struggled to grasp how these two are sisters and now it makes perfect sense. Virgo and Pisces are selfless servants. They love to unconditionally give. Virgo wants to do the tangible things. I want to put the dishes away for you. I want to clean and I want to cook for you and I want to run errands for you. Pisces is your emotional coach, your spiritual coach. They'll take one look at you and say, "Ooh, your heart is tired. Talk to me. Hey, share with me what's on your heart. I can hold space with you. Whereas Virgo's like, nope, no time for that. What do you need done? Here, you look tired. Let me cook for you. So they're the givers. They both live to be of service. Virgo is your health coach. Pisces is your emotional coach. Pisces blur the lines right? Saturn is about to move into the sign of Pisces. So all the spiritual gurus we've been following for the past three to five years, all the spiritual practices we've just picked up because they were hot on mainstream, you're going to find out the truth of them. There's going to be some self-discipline and some grounding energy coming into it. And we're really going to learn about what's been going on behind the scenes, who is actually into spirituality and who's just doing it to make a quick buck and become famous. Pisces blur the lines, but mostly with themselves. They tend to rush to the aid of animals, plants, earth, friends in need, and they willingly give away the very strength and emotional security that they need for themselves. They can really pour from an empty cup, and similar to their other water sign cousins, Scorpio and Cancer, they give, 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 and they don't understand why people don't reciprocate that level of unconditional giving. They must learn to be there for people without taking on their emotions for themselves. They need to learn to be the observer. They rule the empath, empathy. Every Pisces son is just born an empath. 
and they can never let it go. It's just innately built into their psyche and their personality. They are a walking emotional sponge and putting up a bubble and protecting their energy is truly a lifelong lesson. Learning to say no is a lifelong pursuit for every red flag could turn into a good love story, says Pisces. You need to learn to see people for who they actually are, not what you would like them to be. Ancient astrologers dubbed Pisces as the sign of sorrow from self-undoing because a lot of times Pisces can become the creator of their own downfall, right? Their life lesson is to learn self-doing. Pisces can have this snowball effect where they see something negative in the world and they absorb it and take it on as their own. Ooh, this doesn't feel good. I want it to go away. I know what makes this go away. Let me hit up my ex or some guy that doesn't truly love me or girl that doesn't truly love me, but they'll give me a hit of dopamine in the form of pretending they love me, whether it's through sex or sweet texts about me on the phone. Let me just hit them up and get that. And then that ends up being false because those people don't actually love you. They just see, oh, someone to easily have sex with, bada boom, bada bam, perfect. And then you fall into an even deeper, darker hole because you realize I just gave my body away to someone that doesn't actually love me. Okay, I need food. I need alcohol. I need advice. And then you end up stuck and hungover in your bed and not getting up early and journaling with the sunrise and drinking your lemon water and moving your body and around and around we go. This is the Pisces downfall, self-undoing. Pisces loves to flee from what doesn't feel good, which piles on the heartache and then confusion and then the vices. Pisces crave a world that feels peaceful. They are truly the artist of the Zodiac. They're definitely not leaders. Working in business and commerce and marketing and things like that are not for them. They can do it, but they're more so guides, spiritual gurus, people that heal through art. They have a knack for finding what appears to be the easy way out, and this can cause them to be a starving artist. They're so good and creative at something, but again, it's like, okay, you're good at art, but you have to have your feet on the ground and promote it and put yourselves out there and hire people and make money to promote it. That's where Pisces sometimes has a downfall. Pisces have a deep appreciation for the inner soul of people. They truly see past physical appearance and into auras. Pisces are so sweet and unconditional in this regard. There is truly no one more sensitive, compassionate, and unconditionally loving as Pisces. And so I'll end the podcast there, but I'll share this collectively. If you're listening to this and like me, you don't have Pisces in your chart. This season still affects you. During Pisces season, it is your chance to have your feet on the ground, head in the stars. I have a dream that I know I can be so good at. I just know I can. But what are the 3D earth movements I need to make to push myself towards that goal? Or like I was saying in the beginning of this episode, the world is full of negativity and scary, dark things. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So what we get a choice, what do we get to do with that? And here's my Scorpio coming out. You transmute that poison into medicine. 
For every negative thing you see, go do something positive. For every negative comment you see on the internet, go leave a positive one. Mm. Transmute it. In Pisces season, ask yourself, who or what have I been seeing through a rose-colored lens that it is now time to see for who or what they truly are and make moves to adjust my life accordingly? Other than that, spend Pisces time in salt caves, spend it outside in nature, try and get away from the hustle and bustle of life, be a little introvert during this season, and most of all, check in on your Pisces friends. Let them know how much you love and appreciate their unconditional love and ask them, hey, what can I do for you? I love you guys. I love you Pisces people. You guys get 10% off any birth chart reading for your birthday month. Use code birthday at checkout. For everyone else, look to the part of your birth chart that Pisces rules to see what area of life you need to see things and people as they are, not what you wish them to be. Thank you guys for spending your time with me. Sending you so much love from Denver and beyond. See you on the next episode. Happy Pisces season. Yeah.